front of the microphone for it to make a spike. No, it's making spikes. You can't you can't be like Yay, recording. Hey. Alright, here we go. Hello and welcome to episode two thirty seven of Outlandish Podcast. I'm your host Matt with me I have my two co hosts Justin. I'll be your warrior. Warrior Jeremy. Thank you for choosing AT and T. You done fucked up. <laughs> now you fucked up. Now you fucked up. Yeah fucked up. Um Speaking of that, isn't there like a merger between T-Mobile and Metro, Metro PCS? Metro. Have you, you guys know anything? I mean, if I'm it's, sure you if see it's the a merger, traveling around. If either of the companies in I mean, the merger I haven't heard of, then I don't you've care. You've heard of T-Mobile, right? Yes, that's okay. why I say if, if, oh. if either of the companies in the merger oh, okay. I haven't heard of, then it's an acquisition. Well, Metro, <laughs> Metro PCS, Metro CS, I can't remember. Sprint? Is that like a Canadian it's like, company No, it's like, something? I mean, I see signs down in Louisiana for it. I mean, it's supposed to be... I think PCS it's, Network is like Sprint that just covers the interstates mostly. Hmm. What, they just put cell phone towers along interstates? That's how their map always looked. Let's look. No, that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> Jeremy. Matt. Did you buy a BlizzCon ticket? Yeah, I got like three of them. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Cool. No. Cool. Oh. No. No. Oh. Jeremy's like, when is the st- when do the stream tickets go on sale? Yeah, I guess there aren't <laughs> tickets for that. But um, so those sold out in a matter of seconds. Did they again? Yes. I didn't hear about that yes. part. Um, like always. Well, I, I should say, they were queued up in a matter of seconds. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it takes a while for them to sell out. Yeah, but you, you had to be in the queue. It's it. I mean, well, uh, that, that's fairly interesting because the, as you were postulating, uh, you wondered if. The, the fervor was still there. Right. The fervor is still there. And mm. and admittedly the fervor Well, they are on the first batch. Well <laughs> and I, I I mean realistically the fervor should still be still there because you you, you you can presume the next expansion announcement, presume the next StarCraft expansion announcement. Surely they'll fucking show the Diablo announcement and there are rumors now of a Titan right. revealed being there. So, surely. Surely this far in. So, look, this is cute. This is Sprint's coverage map. They're like, oh, look. Look at our coverage. Oh, let me zoom in a couple of times. It looks real coveragey. Oh, back look, here. it just covers. Up. Wow. It's just like, <laughs> fuck you, Sprint. Hey. <laughs> Don't it's be hilarious. defensive. You're... Look, 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 look. And so I was like, hey. everybody go to coverage.sprint.com and look at the map and then zoom out three levels and look at the map. Or zoom in three levels. So, so here. This is the map when you look at the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You seeing this, listeners? We'll give Showing you some time. Map. Now click zoom in now. Now zoom in three bars down. So here's what it is like around Wichita. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Just the interstate. <laughs> All right. Um, so, but, uh, yeah, I saw a lot of people like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to get to go. I'm going to get to meet people. And, I, you know, I was like, hmm, I kind of want to unfollow you now. You know, like. <laughs> <clears throat> to be fair, this is. I mean, it's, admittedly, don't you think it's kind of like bitching at people for going to a band's concert that right, you don't like? Right. I mean, 
I mean, they want to do it. Plus, we had fun. I mean, <laughs> who are we to say? Yeah. It's just so expensive. Just the ticket, just alone, is just... Like, that, to me, the should just be The ticket's kind of one off-putting. of the least expensive things about it, I thought. Well, I mean, the plane I mean, ticket's expensive. Right. But, I mean, that's going to be any, any convention you go to is probably going to be expensive. to well, plane sure. Ticket. But I'm saying, like, to What is entry, PAX Prime for a three-day pass? Really? 60 bucks, yeah. Man. BlizzCon's only two days. Yep. Yep. And that's why I was like, man, it's just so much better. I mean, there's, like, so many cheaper, better conventions to go to. Like, it's just, it blows my mind. Well, if you're really into Blizzard games, you know. Yeah, and I mean, that's another thing. is like, If how, you're one of those people that's still playing Diablo 3. How narrow it is, you know? How narrow that category. It's just one company. And yet... It's just one subset of a company. I would, compare the size... I'm curious now, the size of PAX Prime to BlizzCon. Because you talk about how narrow it is, and yet this is one of the hardest conventions to get into. If not mm. the hardest convention to get into. Well, that's because the tickets are so limited. But that's what that's my que- that's that's what I'm wondering. I mean, they use but an Anaheim Convention Center. It's a pretty big convention center. But isn't PAX Prime cheaper because people pay to go there? Like the companies, like the game companies, they have to pay to set up their stalls. Well, I don't. Where Blizzard doesn't. Yeah, yeah. There's something to that. Yeah, definitely. And we don't know if that's what drives. Well, I mean, the price there are down, people that still yeah. play play pay Blizzard. I mean, like the the All authentic the taco guy, Jinx, Jinx. Well, I mean, it's still like to me. It's Dippin like dots. why don't they? Dots. Why don't they host it at a bigger venue? You know, I mean, I thought that was what's a pretty bigger. Big, well, there's the, e, uh, the there's whatever E3 is held in. I think that's bigger. Las Vegas. Las Vegas. I want to say is the biggest. Well, I mean, even Pax hosts way more. Hands smell think, funny now. What the metal yeah. things? I mean, but I mean, think of like Comic Con. I had them on my butt last week. I don't know. Comic Con. It doesn't smell like butt. Like Comic Con hosts like three th- three times as many attendees. Where is that held? San Diego. But I mean, I'm sure if there's I'd venues. Known that before, I would have been like, they taste funny. I'm sure there's venues. <laughs> right. That can accommodate. They probably don't want to get much bigger because, I mean, I'm thinking about like the main panel hall. That mm-hmm. thing is fucking huge. And if you're in the back, it's shitty if, seatings. You might as well be at anybody, home streaming it. If anybody records it, that's that's what it sounds like. You're right, Justin. You should be at home. That's right. I mean, I, that's another thing. That's the other I mean, thing. It's like the when you stream watch, service when you watch is the video, amazing. When you watch the videos on YouTube, the way that you can't understand anybody, that's what it sounds like when you're at the back of the room. Yeah. Well, it's like a uh, like the recording of a TV for like whenever you're trying to find right. something on Google, and it's like all you can find is those you're fucking like, ah, videos, motherfucker. Where they're like, I got my phone, and it's like like a fucking old razor flip phone razor or something. Recording. Like this summer, there'll be Comic Con, and there'll be all kinds of trailers and shit we won't even see. We still haven't nobody. They still haven't released the Godzilla <laughs> teaser fucking footage. <sighs> won't see it. But I mean, there's just. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was a great experience for us the first time we went. Mm-hmm. Second time was, was a little different for us, good. though, because you know we had right. a well, bit we, of the community. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I was like, I wish I could just convince you and your entire guild, whoever you want to meet, to just go to somewhere else, right? To just go to a or to go to Disneyland <laughs> while you're there. I mean, honestly. That's the funny thing. Yeah, that's kind of a good point. You get these groups of internet friends who decide, let's go to a convention. Let's go to this convention meetup. Go to a theme park, guys. Why you gotta go to a convention? There's probably a Six Flags a lot closer and but cheaper. Then, but then Joey wants to ride the roller coaster, and XX Goku JJX <laughs> wants to ride the teacups. 
420 blunts just wants to hang out over by the cotton candy machine. <laughs> Smot poker wants to go over there. <laughs> Still. Well, I mean, I they have a lot more fun. Right. I but I mean, it'd be and, a lot less busy. There would be a lot less lines. Yes, I'm saying there'd be a lot less lines at a theme park on the busiest day you could probably choose than going to fucking BlizzCon. Well, at least you can get a fast pass or whatever that lets you like skip lines yeah. and stuff at theme parks. Every they night need to have that at BlizzCon. They need, like, a, they need everybody that would buy that, and it wouldn't do any good. It is. It's called They'd make the, a ton of money. Uh, I guess it's called the whatever dinner. <laughs> that's charity dinner. That's the fast pass. I didn't get my talking that's Merlot. What I think is like. That that's what I would try to shoot for. I'd like I would shoot for these tickets, but then I'd also shoot for the other tickets, and just call my credit card company and be like, "Hey, I, I didn't buy those other tickets." I didn't. That was I don't know what that was all about. Unauthorized transaction. I don't I even just, Blizzard. I don't even know <laughs> what is Blizzard. <laughs> Activity <laughs> on what? Entertainment. <laughs> because what's good? I mean, at least what's good about BlizzCon tickets is. You know you can get your money back out of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, that's kind of part of their problem, I think, is that the fact that they have such awesome loot bags that people know that they can, they're going to get something that they can sell. Since well, you, don't, I mean, you don't have to have your name those on aren't, anymore, right? Those aren't worth anything. You can just sell that really. shit on eBay. Are they not? Because the same, you get the same thing. Oh, with, right. The, but you the get, pet you get the whatever. little statue or whatever, but the statue goes for like 20 or 30 bucks, so it's not even like, it's not like it was, la- you know, the In 2008 we or 2009, yeah. Hell, the polar bear one shouldn't even be worth that much. But the fact that it's worth so much is because you had to be a direct TV person mm. to actually get that uh, redemption. Because it was part of the direct TV stream. Oh, you mean to get it? Yeah, to get the polar bear redemption. What did we get in 2008? That was a the polar bear. Polar bear, yeah. Yeah. That's right. I didn't realize they'd been doing the stream for so long. That was when they did it on Ray V. Yeah. And then last year they started doing it themselves. Was it much better? You could watch four things at once. Okay, then. So this is um, in November, right? Isn't that when they said that was going to be a release? Really? Yeah. Hmm. So they ought to be like, and you can, it ought to be like an Apple event where it's just like, and we're coming out with the next expansion tomorrow. (laughs) We didn't PTR it or anything. (laughs) We're just putting it out there. We did. We saved off. We said, "Fuck it." If there are bugs, doesn't matter. We want to have this awesome announcement. We're gonna do just like every other game that gets released nowadays. <laughs> yeah. We'll patch it when it comes out. You guys buy the shit out of that, so why should we do it? Any yeah, different? whatever. Sim City made a bundle, and look, look, they still haven't fixed it. And this is in November. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Jeremy, what have you been doing? Uh, so the the final raid came out. Okay. The last boss is actually difficult, and you actually have to coordinate in looking for raid in order to accomplish it oh, what man. is this fucking bullshit who the fuck does blizzard think they are i don't know making you have to coordinate it's looking for raid yeah. it's a madhouse you're supposed to be able to just run around and go and screaming now they- well, that's what happens for the first two wives and you you start getting that five percent stacking debuff uh, yeah forget about the stacking <laughs> or stacking buff sorry what uh now you can do ten and twenty. You can you can choose ten or twenty five, right? No, for looking for eight. It's no, just twenty five. Just twenty five. Oh Jesus Christ! It's even worse. So uh, how does that go? So the first time we did it, we only wiped once. The second time we did it, we had. This was supposed to be such easy mode for for complete strangers to be able to only wipe once. 
the kind of people no, that go we to had, looking for raids. The first time we did it, the tank that was there apparently had been doing it in regular, and hmm. they we stopped for ten minutes for them to put everybody in groups accordingly, put raid markers down, tell oh, wow. everybody, okay, whenever he goes to the middle, group one go here, group two go here, three there, four there, five split up amongst everybody, and he had put his guild in five so that they would split up appropriately. Uh-huh. Last night, uh, the first wipe, one of the tanks died, and nobody battle resed him, and everybody's yelling at the... We didn't have any druids. So everybody's yelling at the warlocks and the death knights. And then finally, like, three-fourths of the raid's dead, and finally the tank's like, oh, now you're going to battle res me? I'm not accepting this. Yeah. I didn't That's know one death of those... knights could battle res now. Yeah, it was, they remember they, repla- they replaced the, um, the ghoul thing. The ghoul. Oh, right. Because that was crappy and no one ever used it. That's one of those... First of all, I don't know how everybody else's raid frames are set up. Mine, I can't... It's hard to know who your tank is. And if you're not somebody that keeps track of... Heal health bars? Yeah. Yeah. Like warlocks, you don't really pay any attention that somebody's Well, they were yelling at warlocks. I don't understand. I thought warlocks, you had to put something on them beforehand. No, they can do it now. They changed... They yeah. changed that to a so, battle so. res. The casualization of World of Warcraft. <laughs> well, they they didn't want people to have well, to, what's, <laughs> to have to bring <laughs> druids. Well, that's what's great about the uh, just the Racing default the um, differences. raid UI. You can just drag out people. Yeah. So I mean, if you ever need to know who the tank is, you can just. Find oh, I can never tell because I've always it's the raid frames have the little symbol next to everybody, but I made it so tiny that I can't see it. One of these days, I'm going to go in and move that slider up. But it's not like it matters to me that right, much. Right. I mean, about the only thing, not uh, redirecting, right? I just wait. Or do you still switch that with another person? No. There's not. Sometimes I'm the only rogue. But usually when the tank pulls and the boss targets him, I just I have a button set up. To, right, a macro? Yeah. I have a macro set up to tricks of the trade target of target. Okay. Uh, so the first wipe tank died. Nobody battle resed him. The second wipe, the other tank accidentally went. So the boss, you take him around to these four corners and he destroys stuff. And then at the end of a round, one quadrant becomes unusable. And if you stand there, you die. Well, he accidentally took him to the wrong quadrant. Mm. Uh, the third wipe, I don't know what happened. Everybody just blew up. And we all died. In rage. No, it was... There's a point where he goes down in the middle, and then everybody has to split up into the four sections. And there's little swirly things that come on the ground. You have to stand there to stop the lightning from touching the ground. You have to stand in the swirly things. You have to stand Fucking in... raids are so much Simon Says bullshit at this point, you know? You have to stand in the swirly things so the ads don't spawn. <laughs> and then somebody will get somebody will get big, and you have to stand on top of them so that when they explode, it doesn't kill everybody. And then... Somebody will overload, and they'll sit there and start jerking with electricity, and everybody has to stand on them so that it disperses. Well, as soon as he went to the middle, like, five people standing on top of each other exploded at the same time, and it Mm. sends out this huge shockwave that just took out the whole raid. And then... We had four stacks. We had four stacks of determination. Is it... Do they just start applying on the first wipe? Yes. You get five percent first wipe. Now, what? Wow. Have you figured out what classifies as a wipe? So, not exactly. 
I mean, have you tried one, running in and just... So there was one where... So there's this Hydra boss. <laughs> and somebody ran up there accidentally. And the Hydra pops up out of the water and just one-shots the guy. And then it disappeared. Because it didn't... We The rest of us weren't in aggro right. range. And that didn't count. Uh. But I've had ones where... Uh, the other night, there's there's these two twin bosses, and every once in a while they'll charge somebody. Well, they charge somebody, they got locked out. It's kind of hard to tell that if you're on the stairs, you're going to get locked out, because that was the first week that anybody had been there. And there's just these little spikes at the bottom of the stairs that you can hardly see. And if you're on the stairs, those then you can't get through. Mm. Well, she charged somebody that was on the stairs, and then both of the bosses just faded out. And that did count as a wipe. Good hmm. I figured it might be, it was like a percentage. Like, yeah, they had to get the boss down to a certain percentage before it would activate or something. I don't so know, that would be an interesting idea. Because somebody last night was like, why don't we just get naked and, do, and die like six times real yeah. quick? It, it'll only take a second. Well, it's not going to take a second. I mean, it's going to take... But it would take less Quite than wiping. Well, not on the not on the final boss because he puts crap on the ground. You can go stand in. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just saying age. the rezzing and then the running back and then the dying and the rezzing, the running back it takes a, it takes quite a while. Well, you could get somebody to stand up top. So on that one, uh. on, on that boss, you have to click a teleporter and it turns you into a ball of lightning and it takes you down to the floor. Somebody could just stand up top and then come down Does there. It, and he doesn't master hear master There's nothing you just said that he heard. I heard him master did res. You see his, did you even? And look I at was his like, face? I was asking about the mass <laughs> mass res. Could could I mean? Well, you could only do that once. Can you? So it does put a debuff on you for ten minutes. Motherfuckers! The problem you would run into are the people that are like, "We're not going to beat this," so they just kind of give up. And when we beat down, like when Eeyore. we beat the second boss, so there's there's five groups of five, right? When we beat the second boss, three groups of people worth of people left, and say shit like, "Have fun wiping on the last boss, fuckers!" Nah. Oh, there I knew, I guess, like there was going to be oh, yeah. trouble. People hate that last boss. Mm. Because you have to coordinate a looking for raid group. <laughs> Any level of coordination, and they're like, it's like, I can't just stand here and hit this shit? What the fuck? It's real. That boss is real. Once. All you have to do, as long as you put the people in groups and tell them where to go when he goes to the middle, the rest of it's just. It's not, just don't stand in shit. Don't stand in shit. Don't I thought you had to stand in, in shit. Don't stand Except for the swirly things. Yeah, and then you gotta run. You gotta stand on people, right? Whoever gets the big yeah, charge but that's, thing. Yeah, that's the part when he's in the middle. Okay. That's the only part you have to coordinate. The rest, okay. the fight when you're actually hitting the boss. Just I think there's some swirly you. things that show up in the back. But oh no, for the most part, They're slightly off color than the other swirly things that you're supposed to stand in, trying to trick no, you. It's obvious. Um, but for m- the most part, Medros on on all things Azeroth. Uh, saw his Twitter today. He was talking about. Uh, the whole uh, zones, they're going to come out, I think, in the next patch. They're going to come out with a something that's not going to be CRZ, cross-realmed, zoned. What do you mean? Remember, I don't remember what. Pandaria is not cross-realmed. But some, the, some, something new in the uh, 5.3 is supposed to come out, and it's not going to be cross-realm zoned right off the bat. And I was Sounds like, like making, that's going to be the action du jour the next I was, part since like, he said Pandaria isn't I, would have to, I wonder I why they decide that is there some kind of technology that this, that they struggle with if it's a new area I don't know but I, I was well they do that so that there's not I don't know why they do that 
I would think they. I don't know why Pandaria is the cross realms on. Because they said we want everybody to be there, and if there's too many people there, we'll start start splitting people off. But then they're like, "But we're not going to do it to Pandaria because everybody's going to be there." That's the one time I would actually want some cross realm zone is right when an expansion launches and you get to that area where everybody is. Yeah, here's a blue post. Like, please put the headless horse horseman mount on the BMAH Black Market Auction House. And I was thinking, like. Shouldn't it? Shouldn't it be? I thought everything was on there. I thought it was too. I thought that was the. What did they say? We'll consider it. You can get all kinds. Wait, can you get everything else on there? I thought you could get. Well, I don't know. I thought if it's in the game, you could get it in there. What about the love rocket? I don't don't ever go there. Yeah, that's one of those things where it's just enough out of the way that I don't care enough. I will say, nobody's going to hear this. By the time it comes, happens. But uh, tomorrow, if, if Saturday, if, if somebody was trying to get BlizzCon tickets, they should have twenty seven. Like, like um, apparently, here's what you should have done for twenty fourteen. This is what you want to do. You don't want to ever change the quantity that you want to buy because you can always do that in the checkout. Right. So don't spend time upping it to two or right. three or yeah, four. Just immediately, that's you not getting a ticket. Right. <laughs> it is. Yes, it's quantity. The, yes, give me. It's the Barons. The Barons will not okay. be CRZ because that will be the new quest hub. Because we're marching toward Orgrimmar to kill. What's his name? There's going to be like high level quests in Barons? Yep. North Barons? And South Barons? It just Barons, says new just... Barons quest hubs. Weird. They'll probably be phased. Oh, yeah, I guess it would be. My thing. All right, that's so. A, that's a cool idea. They need to use phasing more for stuff like that. Yeah. I bring it up. They, but could, then, they could totally then, recycle all of Azeroth, man. But then people get pissy because they can't help their friends. Apparently. Yeah. My level 10 friends in the Barrens, but I'm here in the middle of this. How about war. your level 10 friends find some level 10 friends or fucking does it himself? It's not that hard. <laughs> it was like that. Were y'all in the guild when that tank left? I don't know. Which tank? Probably not. We were raiding. What were you raiding? I want to say, so it was in Cataclysm. It was that one where you had to fight Anixia at the end? I know y'all did that. That was before Cataclysm. That was like a little Halloween thing. No, 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 no. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, The resurrected Anixia. Yeah, in the pit. Yeah. And her her brother. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. After the elevator dropped. So we were standing there waiting to fight Anixia and... I can't believe I can't remember his name. Slotney? No. This was some new tank guy. Oh. And I guess it was Avertis that did that. So I don't Anyway, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting there waiting on the guy and Invent are like, Why are you in the Barrens? He's like, Oh, I'm helping my friend. I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back I remember that. <laughs> and then they just kicked him out of yeah, the game. Get the fuck out. Yeah, I think Tannis was still in there. I don't remember. I don't think so. He didn't no, he didn't do any cataclysm leading. Oh. Uh. I thought he was still in there. Um, it looks like apparently this is some good news for people that haven't played uh, <laughs> haven't played Pandaria yet. Level eighty five to ninety is going to be lowered by thirty three percent to level. Already? Yeah. So it's wow. going to be thirty three percent less to level. Have they ever dropped the experience like that before the next expansions even came out? Uh, I don't oh, think here's so. something interesting. It's not going to be phased. But it says, will the Baron's quest interfere with the leveling process in the area? Nope, it doesn't impact the leveling content and low-level players are neutral with the Korokron, who consider you beneath them. Uh, you're welcome to try to take one out, though. Hmm. So, it's not phasing. Hmm. Weird. 
So, but I, I bring that's it. so. I'm sorry. That, oh. That's so weird that Azeroth is still in the state of, oh, Deathwing. He fucked some shit up. We gotta fix Azeroth because Deathwing. No, no, guys. We took care of Deathwing. There's no problem now. Who's that? <laughs> you sessions. Tickets. Damn kids. Anyways, what were we talking about though? Oh, oh! Well, I was going to bring up. Oh, oh! I was talking about how it's weird how all of Azeroth is like in a state oh, of disaster. Yeah. Deathwing. Well, I, mean, I guess you don't really notice. I mean, it's still like a you. You don't. I don't know what the time frame is between. Well, it is kind of weird when you think about it because it's not like there's a breathing world where you can go to the Barrens. You can go to. Uh, right. I forgot the name of the it's... continent in the north for some reason. All yeah. of a sudden, what is the continent in the north, Jeremy? Northrend. Northrend. Um. And, you know, it's not like you can go there and it's all current. There's sort of like, you're like traveling through time in a way. Almost, yeah. Uh, because you're always just visiting an old area. And he, he, I guess the I can, I can go, is still there. Yeah, I can go help the uh, the drain eye. They just crashed their ship. They need help. We need to get over to the... <laughs> They're constantly crashing it. We keep yeah. saving them and they keep crashing it every single there time. There are survivors of the crashed ship that need first aid right now. They always and forever will need first aid. Somebody asked, when will we see Sargeras? The answer was, you are not prepared. So the next question was... Well, sorry, who's Sargeras again? He's the he's the oh, big evil guy. He's like the, the evil guy. Elder god from behind the stars. He's the guy that... Uh, he was the guy that helped the Titans. They tried to summon in Sunwell Plateau. Yes. Yep. Okay. I remember. Wait. I don't know right. if they were trying to summon him in Sunwell Plateau. He's the well, guy. Well, he was involved. He was the guy. Because yeah, you had so. Marks of Sargeras. Was Sunwell Plateau. Did you go back in time in that one? No. no. Sargeras is the one that originally they oh, were trying to summon, that Illidan was trying to summon whenever the shattering occurred. Hmm. And then the next question is. So he's Satan, more or less. He's Satan, yeah. He was the guy, he worked for the Titans killing all the demons, and then he realized that it was futile, and he took over the demons instead. Oh, very much. Satan. <laughs> Any chance we'll see Illidan return soon? Also not prepared. Oh, whatever. It's like, just let... Uh, what's the story dead. on Illidan? I'm, I thought I'm we su- killed I'm him. I'm surprised we don't see him already, you know what I'm well, saying? We, with the technically. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we've got to go back to the, the Black Temple. Te- technically, <laughs> technically we, we saw him in Wrath because... You had all those quests where you watched Arthas and Illidan fight each other, and you had to be Illidan. Oh in those yeah, quests. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a flashback. Yeah, but I'm saying we saw Illidan. Whatever. He's not. I don't understand why. Oh my god! I, w- I wish you guys would bring back Illidan. Why? Just why? People like him. He's that, all. He's all emo. He's, cool. He's dead. Let it go. He wears a blindfold. Oh, a blindfold. Isn't that cool? Man, it's so cool. Let's get Warglaves of Azanoth. What? Double Warglaves of Azanoth. Double Warglaves. People want their Warglaves. Anyways, I was bringing it up because he posted about how, uh, talking about the cross-realm zones and stuff, and about how it's hard, it's hard to balance or something like that. People complain if you don't. If people are on low-pop servers, they complain because... They don't see anybody, you know, or low. You're on a low pop server, and then people complain. It's right there on the server list when you choose your server. Well, that's not true. You know, that's not true. I mean, it is. It's no, I'm population. saying you can be on a medium pop, and then it goes to low pop over the years. Eh. But I'm if, saying, if you had a problem with that, you should have got on a high pop server. <laughs> Seriously, and though. Then, and then uh, he was like, "Well," and then people complain if they do the cross realms on thing, and I was like, 
I, I can't stress it enough. They should be able to program this shit to where I gotta, I gotta turn it on and off. I can turn yeah. it on. And I was like, you or should- make a shard of a realm of, of realms, a realm of servers that doesn't oh, have just it. Like, just make it so when I'm logging in, there's a chat box. Oh. I check it, and when I log in, from now on, my character <laughs> while logged in is cross realm zoned or not. Or not. I Yeah, I totally agree with that. That's completely against why they want CRZ. They they don't want you to be able to do that. They don't want you to be able to turn it on. Off. I don't know if you'd be able to do that actually now that I think about it because you could keep yourself from cross-roaming but you, it wouldn't stop other people from cross-roaming into your server. I think you would have to set you'd up You'd have a to set it up so it's realm. a phasing thing, I guess. Mm, that, well, that's way too much work just so that you don't have to see people. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you couldn't set it up to where people couldn't cross around into yours. Whatever, man. I'm not playing WoW again until uh, they turn this shit yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that's my stipulation. <laughs> You're just out there with a picket sign. You're always <laughs> taking up every single cause. <laughs> cross realms, no. Cross realms. They come out and they're like, hey, man, you should look at MO Champion. And they just try to MO Champion. You should look at MO Champion. We're turning it off. Like, oh. Illidan, spin Illidan, it around. Illidan. Yeah. <laughs> it's already ready on the other side. Of the <laughs> Flip it around. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So these people want to see Naga as a playable race, and they're like, nobody ever says yes or no. So could Naga be a playable race? They're and not they go, gonna do Naga. They said could. Yes, they're cool, but it would present unique challenges such as lack of. They pants. have no legs. Yes. <laughs> They got snake legs. They don't have any pants. They have to redesign all the pants ever, or your pants just don't show up. Right. And they asked if ogres would be a playable race, and they said, we considered them for cataclysm. They got all the way to the point of trying to figure out what the females would look like. Aren't they too big? They're too big. Yeah, they'd make them. And they don't wear clothes. All they wear is but a they could cloth. wear clothes because yeah, they... Yeah, but they're not smart enough. I mean, honestly. That's why they go to Ogre Law, and that'd probably be your starting area. Where's Overlaw again? Uh, it's in the uh, upper blade. Yeah, mountains. What blades edge mountains? Blades edge. Yeah. They're still dumb. Not after they go to Ogrelaw. That's not true. Because remember, you become the king of the ogres over there, and they're all. But dumb that's in Blades like, Edge. That's not in Ogrelaw. Ogrelaw so is up on actually... the plateau where the dailies are, and when they go up there, they're smart. Well, that's the only place they're smart. They wouldn't be able to come down. That's why that's your it's starting like the heaven area. for ogres. Yeah, well, it's Shangri La. Yeah, that's your starting area, and you never get to leave unless you want to be dumb. It's like it's like no, when you, you volunteer you flowers for Algernon. You go up there to learn, and then you come down and you. <laughs> Duh. He yeah. slowly he's walking. And, he's like, oh, and they'll, they'll say as a side effect of being so smart. That you learn to eat nutritionally, and so you're not nearly as big. Oh, I see. <laughs> okay. People uh, want some stupid races, that's all I'm saying. I just. I wish they'd make cockroaches a playable race. I think it'd be more interesting if they made uh, playable robot races. Like, they did, they, the, the goblins or the gnomes got together and they created sentient, sentient a, robots. A copper gnome? Or... They can make a bunch of stupid Terminator jokes, just like they'll want to do. And then we'll have robots. Yeah, copper gnomes. Shit like that. All right. Uh, what else, Jeremy? They would, I mean, it's just a texture change. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, and, and a bunch of... Yeah, they would just take every single race yeah. and make it into a mechanical version. You could be a mecha ogre. 
That would actually be a really cool uh, expansion or boss from an expansion. Like you find, you turn out this crazy gnome has made a, a mechanical army based on all the races, and they invade the world, and you have to deal with them. And you get some raid dungeons and whatnot. Kind of like that one zone in Wrath where all the mechanical gnomes are. I don't remember where Ulduar is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of, kind of. Anything else, Jeremy? Uh, no. Oh, okay. That's cool. Justin? I don't guess. Justin? Oh, yeah. Guild Wars 2. I, I stopped playing that. Yeah. I saw, <laughs> I saw that tweet that night. It was like, yeah, I'm done with this. How long did that last? Not very long at all, actually. It took me forever to actually start playing on Saturday. And then um, when I got on Sunday, I played a little. And then later I was like, I should get on. I'm going to run out. And then I was like, I don't feel like playing that. And I wasn't even out of free time. So that's how I knew. The good thing about Guild Wars 2 is it's one of those games, I want to say Guild Wars 1 was like this, where all the information is packed into like one big fat file. So I went in and I was like, can I just copy this over to another drive? And sure enough, it's just one big ass bat or pat pack or something like that. So I was mm-hmm. able to just kind of dump it onto another file if at some point I feel like playing. But um, there's just too many people, man. And too many people in my MMO. <laughs> Too many people in my massively multiplayer online experience. But seriously, you've heard, you know, that's why I complain about CrossRealm. That's what I enjoyed about WoW when I could get onto a really low pop server and just kind of run around and actually do these, you know, seemingly epic quests and not, not have to run into anybody. And, and this game is full of people. They expect you to play with people all the time because there's these little event quests that, that go off. So it'll be like, oh, uh, bandits are trying to blow up the bridge and it'll circle this area. Bandits! Over, over to the side, and you run over, and and it's like, and it's got a little timer ticking down, and it gives you like a little meter to let you know like how good or bad you're doing, and you you find other people, and you're all just kind of working together. So it's so kind of like that's kind of cool. It's kind of like Brewfest when you're throwing the it's the, exactly like the that. beer at the guys that come up out of the ground. It's exactly like that, only more annoying because, I mean, they got to do it often so people will see it, but it's definitely the kind of thing where you'll see it pop up like two or three times while you're in that area, and it's like fuck off. I did that. I don't care Bandits, now. give up. We beat the shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> you're never going to win. I mean, I, I guess you would eventually if you're going to keep doing it every 10 minutes like this. But, man, how do you guys I have so many bandits? I just leave my guy camp there. <laughs> I just leave him camp there and be like, guys, bandits are about to attack here in a minute. Just watch. I know what I'm talking about. This is a hot spot of bandit activity. <laughs> I've seen him do it. I've seen him. So, uh... So, I was the only, like, really... I Did mean, you build your team again? Like you were one? You were talking about that last last week. A team? Right. We were talking about the NPCs. Oh, there's no your... NPCs. Yeah. Yeah. So that was another thing. It's just, it, basically, it wasn't enough like Guild Wars 1 and yeah. too much like other MMOs for me. <laughs> I mean, it's very world v. world, PvP focused. There's a lot of that trying to get you to Guild do Wars that. Guild Wars was always PvP focused, it seemed like. Well, they always wanted you to do it. I mean, it is called Guild Wars, so I can see where they're coming from, but... There was a lot of game to Guild Wars 1. I mean, we didn't do that shit hardly at all. I think we... Did we even try it once? I'm Surely we tried it once, but... Maybe. You guys might have tried it, but we were able to not do that. The thing I loved about Guild Wars is this just, like, really exploring and really feeling like you couldn't go everywhere you wanted to immediately. You had to kind of work your way across, and you had to cross these big, dangerous zones well, to get well, to other hubs. Had, had people run us across. Right? Yeah, that, that was cool, too. There was that little shortcut where people could, like, okay, stick close. And you had to, like, stick close and, oh, my God, oh, enemies, oh, shit, run that way. It was fun, you know, and it would get you to this way high-level area because, of course, once you got there, then you could warp back. Um, 
that was a fun little meta game to that, but I just don't see a lot. Of, I don't see really any of that in Guild Wars Two. So, yeah, I definitely want to play a game. I mean, but this is me like in like an overpoweredness. I like to play a game where you know uh, you can use any weapon, and the high you so you could skip zones and get to better vendors or something like that, you know, and get those weapons and use those. Because that's what um, I really like that. That's what I really loved about the heirlooms in WoW was the fact that you felt so powerful leveling up again with all these weapons. Well, kind that were of, amazing. but they weren't fully powered for you. They, I mean, they they scaled well, no, down. But they Ooh. they they were probably the best in slot you could ever have leveling. Yeah, and then you could enchant them, and you just felt like a god running through there. Which, oh my god, my procs are going off. This these weapons are amazing. <laughs> yep. That's true. It's like if you get Flurry Axe as a level one. Oh my god! <laughs> you can't actually do that. So apparently they disabled. Two of the swords have, have that ability. They disabled oh, right. auto follow in battlegrounds. Yep. What is uh, auto follow? Following somebody. Yeah, you just type slash follow and you just follow. Them. Oh, I thought that would just be called following. It's called auto follow. Anyway. And they said, this has only hurt the multi-boxer. And the blue reply is, the problem is when multi-boxers are having fun in PvP, everyone else often is not. Yes, I agree. They're like, you know what? Thanks for paying us for four accounts. But, yeah, fuck you. They probably looked at how many people actually do that and were like, yeah, it'll help more people to do that. I was always... Turn that off. I would always sit there in awe and be like, how are they... I don't understand how they're getting them to do what they're doing. Macros. Well, the f- I know, was, but it was you, so it wouldn't it wouldn't interrupt. Like following, wa- following, doing casting a spell would never turn off follow for some odd stupid reason. Oh, like you could cast spells you can all day cast long. Spells on yeah. follow, you just can't move. Right. So like you could just be following and cast spells and then just keep on following. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Which is dumb. <laughs> Yeah, because the idea of follow is I'm going to get up from my computer and go take a piss. You run me over to where we're going so we don't have to wait on me. As soon as it should be like an AFK, as soon as you press the button to do something, you are no longer following. You can't. It turns off all other functions unless you actually hit something and then you're suddenly not following. I totally agree. Anything else? Watching House of Cards. Okay. That's the Netflix, the first uh, original. Somebody tweeted you asking you, like, let me know when you get to around eight or nine or whatever. Yeah, a lot. And then I talked to someone else who was watching. That kind of quit watching it. But I mean, I'm still enjoying it. The problem with the show is, it is political. Is that what it yeah, is? it's political. Okay. Basically, the premise is that Kevin Spacey is the uh, majority uh, whip and speaker of the house. Okay, he's like the, the top Congress guy in Congress, and he was promised the Secretary of State job. Um, if he helped get this president elected, and so he did, and he's really good at his job, so he helped get him elected, and he helped get this other person put into like the chief of staff. And then on the first episode, within like the first few minutes, you find out that oh, we're gonna go with someone else because we really need you in Congress because you're really good at Congress. We need you to be there to help us out. So he's super fucking pissed and betrayed and whatnot. So the whole show so far is just this huge uh, revenge story, which is kind of cool. And because he's really good at it, he, it's a lot of him manipulating and puppeteering and making people look bad. But And basically making the end game is to make the president look really fucking shitty and not get reelected. But in a way that makes it look like it wasn't his fault. You know, so he's just... So that that's interesting. The problem with the show is there's also like... He has a wife 
and she has a charity organization, and as far as I can tell, it has nothing to fucking do with the rest of the show, except that it's his wife, yet there's these scenes with, like, her firing her staff because of something, and then, like, hiring this new lady, and and there's also a potential affair with her and this other guy. It's to make the ladies watch. I, well, and then there's this other uh, senator, uh, a congressman, that the Kevin Spacey guy has, like, you know, kind of basically blackmailed to, to be one of his uh, grunts, more or less. And there's, like, the relationship with him, that guy and his secretary, and, and they, don't, they don't have anything to fucking do with the, like, important, the interesting shit. If the point of the show is Kevin Spacey and his little revenge uh, story. So I've never watched a show where I felt like, felt so much like I don't give a fuck about these characters they don't have anything to do with anything. I mean and, and that includes all the shows like Heroes and Game of Thrones where I've heard that kind of complaint before I care about all those storylines because they're interesting but in um, House of Cards those storylines aren't interesting it's just like oh this guy's kind of a drunk and so she he's having trouble keeping his, this girl no no I don't care it's Look, not interesting it's all gonna wrap up alright I gonna- hope so but the show is well shot, and you don't you don't get a lot of shows like this. I really like Kevin Spacey's character. He does a thing uh, very much like Ferris Bueller, where he'll stop and he'll kind of look at the camera, and he, and it's basically a wave of of um. Well, I mean, it's um. What's the word? Kind of inner monologue. Um. Yeah, it's an inner monologue. It's um um. What's the word they give for that? Exposition. So it's a way for the show to tell you some important things you need to know. So he'll stop and, like, before he goes into a meeting with someone and be like, this is so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. She's, they're kind of a weak, you know, a toothless dog. But when you need something, blah, 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 then he's going to get it for you, you know. Or he'll make some snide comment about him. So you kind of get that feeling of, like, yeah, I'm friends with Kevin Spacey's douchebag character, you know. He tells me what's up. I know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But I like that part about the show because they do it in really interesting ways. And so far, I'm, I'm interested in it. I think there's 12 episodes. And great thing about those Netflix shows is you can watch them all at once if you want. I, take I my hear time with them, but... Arrested Development's coming out next month. Mm-hmm. Yep. They just released Hemlock Grove, which is a kind of supernatural, like a supernatural thriller. There's a murder in this small town. And then apparently you start to find out that it's a werewolf. Yeah. Spoilers, it's a werewolf. I would say spoilers, but it's like in the logo. Oh. A wolf's mouth with like uh, a hand coming uh, out of it. Yeah. <laughs> so right. you get, uh, get you the idea. It, but all right. Also, Hemlock, I think, is a common um, sort of like wolf's bane. It's related to werewolves somehow in, in old literature. But I haven't heard great things Did about that. Did you watch any show. of that Google stuff? Uh, you mean Amazon. And oh, <laughs> Amazon Pilots? No. I haven't heard very good things about them. Yeah. But... I heard the pilot to... Zombieland? Yeah. Is it on there? Yep. Okay. Did you watch it? Nope. Okay. It doesn't have anything to do with any of the characters from the movie. Oh, so it's, I know just, that. A, it's just a totally... I mean, it's, I it's in it's, the same premise. Right. But it's just from, like, what was going on in Canada. Zombie fi- <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Zombie fiction is the best uh, fiction for uh, offshoot shows because you can be like, here's some other people in this right. world. You don't know. They're mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. This apocalypse happened all over. Um, Did they ever explain where the Walking Dead game, which round, which world it's taking place in? It's in the comic book world. Okay, all right, I just want to make sure it wasn't in the TV world. Oh, definitely not. Because <laughs> I know I think they come across some people, right? Yeah. Every um, now and then. 
there is a character that's actually part of your party who ends up in the uh, uh, in the governor's oh, okay. city later. Okay, that's cool. I'd forgotten about her, uh-huh. but when I was looking characters up, they pointed that out, and I was like, okay, if you say so. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, she's in the comic book, but not a super important character, apparently. Plus, I think you come across Glenn really early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you come across Glenn before, I think, before he ends up in uh, Atlanta, I believe. Uh, I think that's pretty much... Oh, Torchlight 2. I'm playing that some more. Still playing that. Yeah. I got... Are you playing it with Jason yet? No, they're... they're, We're trying to coordinate with him and Corey, and nobody seems to be on at the same time. He should be home all the time, right? You would think so. (laughs) I'm pretty sure he is, but... um, I'm playing the uh, engineer class in that, which is pretty fun because you get to make minions. I like minion classes. All right, you were talking about City of Villains. I saw that I was, tweet. Man, I was, I was. Every once in a while, I get City of Villains in my head, and I reminisce yeah. about the Mastermind. Class. I didn't realize that Champions Online was supposed to be the Marvel Online game, but then Marvel dropped out. Yep, and that's what, uh, that's what Champions Online turned mm-hmm. into. That's why they have a really nice uh, swing system, <laughs> travel power. Yeah. Looks a little like Spider Man. Well, also, um, but that's I was reading in that Marvel's here Marvel Heroes thing was that that that's what happened with the Marvels, and then this one, the people that have it now apparently have it for like ten years or something wow. like that for like uh, online. Um, I think that's shitty. Yeah, Jimmy, are you getting your PC gamers? Yeah, I got one yesterday. Okay, you reading in them? You reading them? You know. I read them just as much as I read any magazine. Oh, there you go. I scan through to find right. stories that I'm interested in. There you go. And read those. Okay. The only magazine. toilet. No. The only magazine that I ever always read from cover to cover was the Dreamcast magazine. Well, what about Computer Gaming World? I never read a cover to oh, cover. Man. I just picked out things with pretty pictures and read the story underneath it. And then what flip you, to the back and read Greenspeak. You, oh man, who, who reads a magazine from cover? Who finds every I mean, single like, story in a magazine? Well, worth I mean, reading? if they're comedic or something, like Computer Gaming World was pretty good. Yeah, there's a lot of ifs. I'm just saying there's a. And then I'll gonna get, be especially like the games that have really low scores. I'll like read the first paragraph and see if it's going to be a funny review, and if not, I'll just keep going. Yeah. It's like it has I don't to be even really low. I don't even want to read your one star review if you're not going to be funny because. I'm obviously not going to buy this game. Speaking of which, I saw somebody tweet uh, that I can't remember who gave it. It wasn't, surely it wasn't EGM. EGM doesn't exist anymore, right? Does it exist online? It came back. Okay. Somebody had given Alien Alien Colonial Marine 9 out of 10. That's what it was. Okay. That was EGM. Yeah. Okay. That's right. It's like, What? How do you not look like you're getting That's paid a, by a company? Yeah, that doesn't look good for your magazine. <laughs> then again, the average video game consumer doesn't really care about coverage. Yeah. Uh, Rock, Paper, Sock, Shotgun did, had an article recently about uh, how EA just kind of shut up about SimCity. Just didn't say anything, didn't respond to anything. And it kind of worked. You make the story go away if you don't comment. And the average consumer doesn't really care. So... Probably see a lot more of that. Yeah. That was probably... They stopped talking about it pretty much when they gave us the free game. They were probably like, look, just give those people a free game and then shut your mouth. Yep. 
You're only going to make it worse. And also, I quit. I'm the CEO. <laughs> I'll fall on this sword. Yeah, they fired a bunch of people yesterday. Yep. At EA. Mm-hmm. Well, I wonder if they were part of that. Yeah. Do you think anybody, do you think, I mean, has anybody really, I mean, come forward and, I mean, like, you've known that people have gotten fired over it? Over SimCity? Yeah. No. Not okay. confirmed. When the CEO steps down, he kind of takes the blame for everybody. Even when he stepped down, it wasn't like, I'm, I think he even specified, it's not because of SimCity. And admittedly, it's not entirely because of SimCity, but it, that just a, a succession of just EA yeah. blunders and a lot of poor sales. They're not as big as they used to be and very anti-consumer actions. Justin, are you... Justin and Jeremy, you might be uh, interested. Do you look forward to, like, Oculus Rift stuff? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, like, if in the next 10 years it was... What would be your price point to enter that kind of technology? Depends entirely how on how awesome it is. Mm-hmm. That 90-year-old lady thought it was amazing. And whether... You can use it for extended periods of time. Whether it whether it's the kind of thing because it's it's always hard to tell with things like that if it's the kind of thing you use for like a day or two mm-hmm. or three and then it just ends up sitting somewhere because it's like eh, it kind of hurts my neck and I don't really feel like putting that thing on. You know, it's like a virtual boy. Yeah, like the kind of stuff you'd buy at a sharper image or Radio yeah. Shack yeah. back in the day. Yeah. yeah, it's real cool for about a week. Comes out of Sky Magazine. Yeah, <laughs> I'd have to know if it's you know not going to give me a headache. Well, I was thinking like. I was listening to Ready Player One again. For for you SimCity players, patch 2.0 does not fix if your city is already broken. Oh, that's awesome. Shame. It just tries to mitigate them from breaking in the future whatever new cities you may build. So I'm still not going to be playing SimCity. <laughs> um, so I was listening to Ready Player One, and they brought up the um, That'll spherical. show them I'm not going to play the game I paid them $60 uh, for. A spherical uh, like treadmill kind of like thing. I was thinking, like, would that work? Can that work? For movement in a virtual reality world, I mean, like, can could you have a spherical? It can kind of work, but it would need to be a big enough spear to let spear, you to yeah. have a full stride and a yeah, run. Because I was like thinking, you'd notice the curve, right? And, right. And I mean, if it was big enough, it would be unnoticeable enough. So about as big as this room, I guess. It'd have to be probably be about as big as this oh, room. Yeah. Two point came out Monday. I didn't even know. Hmm. It would still feel weird though, because you would st- your foot would still be curved a little bit, landing higher. Than when you moved when it, when you brought it through. Well, you would always be on an incline in the game. <laughs> well, it's not an incline. That's what's weird about it because your foot lands high, but then it goes low as it goes through the middle, and then it ends up going up to an incline behind yeah, you. So, yeah. so it would be be kind of disorienting. Hmm. Uh, unless they could figure out a way to where it is a a a, a, a rubber circle almost. Hmm. So that it it is round in every part and not as round on the bottom. So yeah, like a big giant treadmill, but it's able to kind of curve in a little bit as it gets to where your feet would be running around. Might be able to pull that off. That would be expensive. Yeah, and distant. What 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 would be the price point for Google Glasses? I don't, I don't think I'd want Google Glasses. You don't think you'd ever want Google Glasses? I don't wear glasses. Yeah, for one thing, like I was I mean, thinking, that would be to, like look in the corner to of me, your eye. I was thinking that'd be amazing for like uh, card games, just just card games, board games, just anything. Like you want to shoot a video for like that? That would be amazing. Like because uh, I was thinking, man, I'd love to watch like pro 
magic players and stuff playing magic and just being able to have like a first person yeah. perspective of just them playing magic and yeah i agree and i'd like that that'd be i mean just just first person anything would be really really mm-hmm. i mean would be pretty cool to check out so I'm wondering what the price point of that's going to be. Have they even stated yet? I like so. technology wise, how much that's going to cost? Google unveiled Project Glass in April 2012, along with a $1,500 price tag. Wow, they users, got right out in front with that price tag, didn't they? Users can see their texts and emails, queue up music, check the weather, and more, all right in front of their eyes. Additionally, the augmented reality interface highlights real life things and provides more details about them, and can also share live video of what the user is seeing. And somebody. They were hacking through the code, and there there was a setting in there for like take picture. It, it was a uh, like a gesture section, and one of the gestures was take picture on blink. So you could just blink your eye and take a picture. I'll How just it, store that for later. How is it not taking a picture every time you blink naturally? I don't know. You, you probably Maybe have, you to have to hold it. Keep your eye shut for a second. I don't know. Oh, hmm. Yeah, I could see that. They were like, that, this is terrible. This could invade people's privacy. I'm like, if I can see them, it's not privacy anymore. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, um, got a, one email this week. <laughs> there aren't any movies that open this weekend, right? I don't think there's anything we want to see. Iron Man 3. So. Iron Man 3 is next weekend, right? Iron Man 3 opened this weekend in Europe. Yep. Fucking Europe. <laughs> we get... <laughs> We get so many privileges living in America, and I get so pissed off when they get movies before us. <laughs> Google Glass for everybody well, is oh, a year-ish away. That coming out this weekend. What? Whatever. Pain and Gain. I don't know what that is. What's oh, that the Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. That movie looked weird. Yeah, just it's like whatever. Oh, so here we go. During Google's first quarter, this is from a couple of hours ago. Yeah, no. Five so days ago. I see Evil Dead. Uh... Google CEO, somebody asked him about the $1,500, and he said, that was set for developers for early test. We don't have news to announce here. I'm not sure I'd call it a luxury price, but it's pretty high. So probably like $9.99. Yeah. Uh, This email comes in from Bryant. Bryant? It says... uh, is More that about, one of those things where you, your parent they ask what you want to name the kid and your mom and dad talk like Mike Tyson? Like, yeah, we want to name him Bryant. Yes, like, that's exactly what it's like. Like, okay. B-R-Y. Do you want that with an I or a Y? Uh, e. <laughs> Uh, he's talking about more about, more about old people. Yeah, that's the embarrassed. Every time I'm driving and feel like the person in front of me is driving shitty because they're drunk or on the phone. But nope, it's always some old fuck driving completely tunnel vision to taking up two lanes and driving half the speed limit. Just uh, yesterday, this old lady was driving an old beat up Ford trunk, Ford trunk and trailer, trunk and trailer. <laughs> That was not more than two inches and off you the also ground. Talk, and this lady, he, she was driving a truck and trailer. <laughs> uh, was not more than two inches off the ground, towing a mountain of assorted tables, benches, chairs, and desks. Old people are out driving like this while New York is over there trying to ban soda, salt, and increasing the cigarette age to 21. What the fuck, America? Yep. Uh, what, do you guys, what do you guys think of this for Titan? 
an MMO that has all three of Blizzard's IPs combined, starting with Diablo as the past, working through its lore. Diablarcraft? Then going to Warcraft, importing not only the current tunes, but up to the entire WoW game. Uh, merging the subscription, then turning into the futuristic world of StarCraft. Uh, the first-person aspects could be made in a way where it's just another part of the game and not the main gameplay or even in just the StarCraft timeline. To deal with portion issues, they would probably have to have some sort of not uh, n- non-leveling-based system or allow it only after reaching a certain point in Titan. With this, they would be able to work on the new MMO version of Diablo and StarCraft while still working on the WoW expansion concurrently and releasing them all at the same time. And future expansions could be extending each of the Just world's gameplay. Just stop reading. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That, okay. Saying, the logistics. Yeah. That did, was... you guys, did you guys read any of that? I mean, I think I retweeted a Titan thing. It was talking about guns and stuff like that. Yeah, but I thought someone responded to you that had a pretty good point that, like, Hawkinson. that's all the kind of things that people would expect oh. to see. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one of those. I, I, I kind of hate to look or talk about rumors until we see something. Unless oh, yeah. unless there's really hard reason well, I mean, to think that that's accurate. I guess so. Sure. In, unless it was something really crazy off the wall. Carmageddon is progressing. Yeah, it is. You read the update about the uh, the yeah, Russian dude and his girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I like how that one picture. They're like, lean in, and she's like, yeah. yeah. I'll sideways. Now lean over. <laughs> Turn around and bend over. It doesn't make me wonder what he, you know, because he paid ten thousand dollars. So it makes me wonder what he's into to have ten thousand dollars in Russia. You know. Yeah. He's the well, Russian. He, he drew that car, so maybe he's an art. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or he paid for some art. <laughs> hey, draw a car that you think looks cool. Okay. Um, Here's $5,000. My 3.5. Humans are pretty vain slash self-centered. What? Waste water for lawns. Like, I mean, to me, I was just thinking, like, how spoiled we are as human beings. Like, I mean, like, we just I, have... I prefer my lawn to be dead. It means I don't have to mow it. I mean, like, we just do so much shit that's not important. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, animals are just living off of basic bullshit, you know. But we're like, ah, we gotta have all this shit to accommodate us. It's like when I, yeah. I'm yeah, all, I'm, cows don't care if the grass is a lot. Well, yeah, I guess they <laughs> Yeah, but the rain is enough for those. The watering in the lawn, I don't understand. I mean, your your grass is way too high, and it's that's because it's, it's been watering. raining. It's in the middle of summer that it starts to die, oh, right? Or the drought season. I was th- yeah. When I go to the uh, local uh, burrito bar place, I get a burrito. She wraps it up in a uh, she wraps it up in tin foil, and then she puts that into a styrofoam box, and then she puts that into a paper bag. So this past time, I was like, I don't I don't need a bag. It just feels I can't. You don't help even really need the styrofoam box. I don't really. But it does make it easier to carry. I, <laughs> a, they should put a handle on it, <laughs> or they should just make it so my hand can. Or oh, wait, or they should sell it. a reusable burrito bag, and every That's time recycled. you go in, you put your burrito in the bag, and it has a handle, and then you just reuse it. 
I forget we have Mount Rushmore and how amazing it is. That's one of those things I'd like to see, because I have a feeling that if I see it, it won't be nearly as big as I thought it was. It's really not. Well, I mean, it was supposed still, to be full um, statues. It's still pretty I amazing. Think that. No matter what it is, I mean, it's still shit carved in a mountain. I mean, yeah. And it looks and pretty damn good. Future archaeologists will think that those are our gods. <laughs> I always thought it was weird that they never cleaned out any of the shit that they carved out. You know, if you see the pictures, it's oh got yeah, the it's big always piles underneath of rubble it. underneath. It. Yeah, <laughs> come on, guys, that doesn't look great. Move that along. I'd be like, these must be their gods because it's on their on their currency and their statues of them. We have found high schools named after these people. <laughs> Raisinets were made to kill dogs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes, raisins and chocolate are bad for dogs. Yes. yes. If I was George Burns, I would have pretended I was God when John Diver arrived in heaven. Because of that movie he did with John Denver where he played God. No one remembers that movie, man. That movie's good. <laughs> I didn't know that John Denver... I didn't know John Denver was in that movie. Yeah. What was the name of that movie? Oh, God, You Devil? Yes. I don't know the name of it, but I know the movie. That's it. (laughs) But he's able to reference John Denver in it. Uh, Why is there no pork pork broth? You use pork for beans. I figure pork broth would be good for that. Hmm. The science is sound. You got chicken broth, you got beef broth. Maybe it exists, but there's some reason it doesn't work out. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, like, I was I'm thinking, looking. like, why wouldn't you just cook beans in it? That would always be what you cook your beans and your peas and your all that all that stuff that you use, the ham oh. hocks. Some guy... It's called bacon grease. <laughs> I was going to say, some guy at work saved his bacon grease and then used that to make popcorn. It turned out to not be as good as mm, you might think. I, would, mm. I wouldn't think it would be good. It wasn't. It tasted like old bacon grease. Um, this guy named Rob Den Blaker uh, had tweeted, it's easy to get mad when your bag of chips is mostly just air until you realize that air is keeping all of us alive. And then that made me think, I said, this made me realize that the price of chips would have been crazy expensive on Mars in the movie Total Recall. Because of, of the Cause oxygen. Of that air, you need of that air. air. Yeah, remember because they would sell the air. Don't you remember? I don't remember them selling air. Yeah, you would have to. They had to buy. They had to buy it or what? They had to because they cut it off. The guy well, it was like it a utility, off. right? Yeah, it was like pork stock is very common in Asian cooking and Mexican cooking. I noticed that. I noticed the Mexicans like the pork, and they also consider like throwing ham hocks and neck bones in with stuff. To be creating your own pork broth as you're cooking the beans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chorizo. Uh, from Ivan, a.k.a. Jason Cass. At Atlantis, Matt, Atlantis Beats 3.5. We have raised a lot of money for cancer and AIDS research. If they find a cure, shouldn't it be free? Mm. Wait, say that again. We have raised a lot of money for cancer and AIDS research. If they find a cure, shouldn't it be free? Depends on the cure. I mean, if it's... I mean, there's a pro- They well, still have paying, to make it. You're paying we, the people to research it. You're not paying for the product once it's been discovered. But it's like Kickstarter. We're supposed to... <laughs> We're kickstarting we're to cure for AIDS. Get that cure back. <laughs> I like to do that. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Kickstarter. Like, I will cure AIDS. I will cure AIDS. 
or I wonder if you could like, just set it crazy amount. Like <laughs> for a hundred thousand dollars, you can help me cure AIDS. A hundred thousand dollars, and I say thanks. <laughs> and you you get a red ribbon. Hundred thousand dollars, and you get a T-shirt that says, "I helped cure AIDS one day, maybe." One million dollars. You might you, you get one you get entered, cure for AIDS. You get entered. <laughs> you get entered into the lottery for the cure for yeah. AIDS. One million dollars. I'll let you give me a blowjob after I cure AIDS. Because I'm an asshole, if I did artwork for any kind of game, I would put a self portrait of me in there somewhere. Whether it's me in the background watching a guy get hit by a fireball, or my face on a wanted poster in the background. Because I was thinking, like, if I was a magic artist or something like that, like all the characters would look like me. All of them? Because magic artists do that sometimes. They would all be not all their characters. No, like well, I mean, not I mean, like I would be in there somewhere. I'm not saying like I'd be the main person featured in it. Yeah, but I'd be like in the background, like, (gasps) or I'd be you know, like you know, just something. I'd be in there. So there's a Windows Waldo thing, a Windows Vista CD, and you know, Windows CDs always have those mad crazy holograms on it. Mm -hmm. Well, around the Windows logo, there's like a watermark thing, and if you zoom in on it really close, there's a little tiny picture of three dudes. What? On the CD? Yep, in the hologram. Let me see if I can find it. <clears throat> Our thermostats at work are locked in cases, so I made the joke of just constantly breathing on the case around it, try to get the internal temperature higher. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's got the little vents, right? Right. It was just all like, because it was just burning up. It's been burning up the past couple of days. Yeah. Up there, and I was like, who the hell has a key to this damn thing? Because mm-hmm. we need to... And I was like, is it in your office like or is it on the wall outside? It's on the wall outside. So oh. I was like trying to like rub. Is like, it just for you? Do you know who it's for? I don't know. I don't know oh. what all departments. So there's the Vista CD. Mm-hmm. And when you zoom in. Good Lord. There's some high definition holograms all those, up in all there. All those tiny little pictures in the hologram <laughs> that you can't see without a magnifying glass. Uh, they leave the paper in the downstairs break room. And I thought it would be funny to circle help wanted ads and leave it there. <laughs> yeah. I laid that paper. You want me to do it? Huh? I laid that paper. Oh, you leave that paper? Yeah. Remember because I had a, some college student was selling oh. paper accounts and he was, and you got uh, Kroger cards for more than the cost of a month of the paper. So I was like, okay. Helps the scholarship out. You just got to remember to cancel it. Yeah. You got to remember to cancel it now. <laughs> I don't know. The paper's pretty good. I was surprised at the quality of the stuff in the paper. It's better than all of our local news are you, websites. Are you clipping the coupons and stuff? Nah. You need to bring me those. Are you getting them on Sundays? Uh, yeah. We have. Yeah, they go in the trash. Oh, have, man. I need those. <laughs> we have canceled the Democrats so many freaking times. We got an umbrella once and a gift card to something and an American flag one time and then... Just cancel. <laughs> and then the next time they come around, I'm like, you want to sign up for the Democrat? Oh, what are you giving away? A car. Oh, okay. giving away an umbrella. Nope, I already got that. <laughs> come back to me next month when you've got something. Come back to me when you don't have American flag or an umbrella. <laughs> uh, it's funny how we're self-conscious about things everyone does. Everyone has gas. You know. Yeah. Everyone picks their nose. Right? But I mean, like, we're like, well, I mean, you get stuff in there, and you're yeah, like, yeah, "Oh, yeah. I got, no, I got to get." Stuff. I'm not going to deny that one. So, no. but I mean, I mean, it's like we're self conscious of it, even though it's a bo- you know, it's a bodily function or it's something that we have to, you know. Well, that- it's still disgusting when someone else does it, so it's, we're supposed to kind of be discreet. Oh, 
Everyone gets uncomfortable when I stand in the bathroom while they poop. Although apparently there are some families where they grow up just kind of like farting and burping around each other. I'd imagine that'd be Dave. And it's totally normal. So, I mean, there are some families that do think it's like whatever and it's it's not good for in-laws. Mandy the slut. You remember her? I think so. She was my friend in high school. Mandy the slut, like, she was like 18 and her 12-year-old brothers would go poop while she was taking a bath. I'm like, so, hey, they're in there and you're naked and they're pooping and you don't care? And she's like, yeah? And I'm like, weird. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, last thing I got, I still think they should make little Terrence and Philip and Ike trash and, cans. Hold on. Wait, you're in the bathtub while your brother's taking a crap in the same room and also you're on the phone with me right now? <laughs> She's like, yeah? I Even can more weird. touch yourself. I can be yeah, there. She never touch would. him. <laughs> yeah, she never would do either of those. Touch his poop. <laughs> Lick it. Uh, no, but Lick. she did take a picture of it. Ah, it take a, a picture. And ago. then she sends me a picture of poop. And I'm like, no, I meant. Uh, never mind. I meant a him. Uh, I can be the small ones uh, uh, with Terrence and Philip being the large ones for kitchens. Also, make them as grills. I would, yeah, I would like an Ike trash can. It'd be cool too if it had like a little voice thing that you could. You got nine. No, it wouldn't because that's the kind of thing that sounds cool and it is cool for about a week. You would be able to disable it. Yeah, but you would just eventually just turn it off. So I'd rather just save the money on the cost. It's kind of like that uh, Star Trek. Uh, door, door sound thing. When I thought about it, I was, yeah, I was like, like, I don't want that after mm. a while. It's cool the first time, first couple times people come in, and then it's just kind of annoying, especially because a lot of people end up hanging out right there at the door. So right. it's just, I don't know if it's going to keep going <laughs> off or. <laughs> Have you seen that on Think Geek? Yeah. I thought about getting one for my office. I thought about getting one like, too, eh. and then no. Yeah, I, just I didn't like the original Star Trek enough. I want right. it to be the next generation sound, and I want the doorbell to be the the doorbell from the next generation. What's the doorbell from the next generation? <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, so my boss was telling the story while we were eating lunch yesterday about this guy that would always, every time he had to fart, he would go and fart on one of his family members, whether it be his kids or his wife. And what he, a great guy! He gets out of the shower one day and. Nobody's there. And he couldn't find the kids, so he went to the wife, and he pulled down the towel, and he he gave her a little bit of something extra on accident. Oh. <laughs> I'd have to know where. Like, was he uh, Was he uh, uh, I'm like, against this, her face? <laughs> I don't know. But that's one of those things where it's like, you seriously went and, like, you're hunting people down because you can't do it unless there's somebody within an inch of your ass. I got a fart. I can't do it. Where, where are the kids? <laughs> Billy, Harley, honey, honey, where are you at right now? Okay, you're leaving. You're driving home. Hurry, hurry, hurry! hurry. I got a big one. It hurts. Uh, other disgusting things. Guy at church on a plane in a uh, one of those ones that's got three seats. He's sitting on the aisle. This chick is sitting next to the window. And the guy in between them puts his jacket in his lap and starts whacking off. Wow. And awesome. All of them get escorted off the plane by the FBI. All of them? Lame. Well, they had to And get, why does the FBI against public indecency? 
Right. So the sheriff's, de- the Dallas sheriff's department took the the guy in the middle, and then the FBI took the other two in, so they could get their statement. Oh. That's one of those things where you feel like you hear about it, and you're like, I really don't want to have to like go through that shit. So I'm just gonna pretend I don't, you know, know anything. Yeah. Sort of like people when people find things at fast food. Well, the funny part was so. The guy's in the middle of doing that, and he had to bend over to get something out of the floor, apparently. And the lady looks at at, at Brad. They make eye contact. And <laughs> she mouths, is he doing what I think he's doing? He goes, yeah, tell him you have to go to the bathroom. So she goes, I need to go to the bathroom. And so the guy has to stand up with his pants, like, falling off. And, uh, and she leaves and tells the stewardess. What, what the hell's wrong with people? <laughs> I don't know. But then I found a comic. I stumbled upon this two days later. The grandpa tells the little kid that he just flew in from New York. And, oh, boys and boys, yeah, and the kid's like, oh, grandpa, that's a funny it's a funny joke. You were on an airplane. He goes, yeah, but I was masturbating the whole way. <laughs> I was like, well, that's ironic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening to episode 237 of Atlanta's podcast. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at letters at outlandishpodcast.com. You can uh, follow us on Twitter at outlandishcast. You can follow me at outlandishmatt. You can follow Jeremy at outlandishjerry. You can follow Justin at outlandishbeats. Uh, if you'd like to like us on Facebook, you can at www.facebook.com slash outlandishpodcast. Thanks for listening to episode 237. We will catch you in 238. Goodbye. Say, right, there you go. say thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you, Good enough.